more exclusive interviews. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Here's Mulberry Lane. Glad you're here with us on the Mulberry Lane Show. We're right in the middle of our chat with poker champion Bernard Lee. Now, Bernard has over $2 million of career wins, and he's sharing some secrets of poker. So now, when you get closer to the final table or at the final table, how do you deal with your nerves, or do you have any anymore? You know, that's the fortunate thing. I've been doing this for so long. I've cashed in over 50 major events. I've final tabled over 20 times. I've won four titles. So I've been doing commentating for a while for ESPN and World Series of Poker. And last year, I was the World Series of Poker Circuit final table commentator. Okay. So not only have I played in over 20, Mm -hmm. but I've also commentated probably over 20 or 30 or 40. Mm -hmm. So I've had such great experience. And in addition to that, every once in a while, I'll have a a commentator, a guest commentator next to me. What I try to do when I get to that final table is I don't get nervous like, oh God, I might be able to win an event. I literally assess the table and I start doing analysis almost like if I was a commentator. Okay. You really can take yourself out of the situation of I'm playing. And instead I sit there and I do all the math and I look at who has chips and I know I've played with this person. I know he's aggressive. I know he's passive. I'm very meticulous when it comes to statistics and analysis. I know when we get to that final table, everyone's stats of how they've cashed throughout their career. Okay. So at a recent final table, I knew this gentleman who had a lot of chips, had only three caches, and in total, $1,000 in his career. Okay. So I knew that this tournament cash right here was more than he had ever had in his tournament life. Now, as you got to talk to the person, you knew that this was a big deal. And so I took advantage of that. Okay, now how would you describe your personality at the poker table? The first thing I start out is I don't tell anyone who I am. There's inevitably probably two to three and sometimes even more people who will know me at the table. Mm-hmm. But I don't go out of my way to say who I am. A lot of young kids who will you know, boast that they finished third in an event or whatever. Okay. Because in all honesty, why do I want someone to know that I'm exactly. a good player? Mm-hmm. You know, we're in competition against each other. I don't want you to know any information about me unless you need to. Okay. So I remember once somebody jumped up from the table uh, really obnoxious young kid. I did the analysis. I I looked up everyone's statistic and uh, he jumped up and said, you guys are horrible. You guys are the worst players because somebody made a bad move against him. You guys are horrible players. I will bet any of you that I'll take every single one of you. You can add up all of your career earnings and you guys don't have anywhere near the career earnings that I do. (laughs) Uh, You know, normally I wouldn't say a word. I just laugh. This time I finally said something because the kid was so obnoxious. I said, I'll bet you whatever you damn well please. I said, you can take everyone at this table. I have more than you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't say the expletives that he said. And I said, (laughs) dude, I'll bet you $1,000 right now. And I wish I said 100 because I know he would have snapped at 100. Uh And all of a sudden he realized this guy's a little too confident. You know, I'm sure he went home later on and realized, whoops, uh-huh. I should shut my mouth. You know, this kid, he had less than 20% of what I had earned in my career. That's not showing off. That's just knowing the stats. I mean, there's a lot of people who have made more in their career than I have. But, right. you know, I just try to be really quiet. I really try to be very diligent. I try to pay attention to every single action that goes on at the table. And one thing that I would say to aspiring poker players is uh, pay attention to the hands that you're not in. A lot of people, after they fold their hand, they're asking for the waitress or watching TV or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I really try to watch the action among the players. And if a player does an action that is unusual, 
that'll really pique my interest and I'll really pay attention more to that player because ultimately there are two players playing against each other. I'm not that player. So I'm gaining information without even having to invest any money. I, but the next time I'm up against that player, I have information already on that player and mm -hmm. hopefully I can use that to my advantage. Okay, good tip. You know, for example, I was teaching a student. We were at a Panera. So okay. we were sitting outside and there was a, a crack in the sidewalk and for whatever reason, this gentleman had walked by this thing three times and tripped every time. It was just weird. So the fourth time he was going by, I literally threw my hand up and said, sir, watch your step right there. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, thank you. And he walked by. And the woman who I was teaching said, why did you say that? You know, with no context, it seemed very strange that you would say that. Mm -hmm. And I said, the guy's tripped three times on that exact same spot. And he was about to do it again. And I just didn't want him to do it. Mm -hmm. And she goes, how in the world did you... Know that you've been talking with me for the last 30, 45 minutes just directly to my face. I go, I don't know. I have, I think, pretty good peripheral vision yeah. and I pay uh -huh. attention. Now, one thing that I didn't know is poker players have sponsors. Yeah, I mean, not all poker players do. I'm fortunate that uh, I've had a couple over the years. Um, I was the uh, poker ambassador for Foxwoods Resort Casino for a couple of years. Cabot Cheese, which is a, a cheese company up uh, in New England, uh, sponsored me for a couple of years. Uh, right now, RunGoodGear.com, which is a, a clothing company, sponsors me, or I, I basically am one of their team pros. You know, there's a lot of clothing companies out there that surround poker. A lot of them have names of their company that are very specific to poker. Okay. And okay. to me, that limits your marketing ability to poker. Mm -hmm. But when you have a term called run good, mm -hmm. well, right. you want to run good in life. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just run good at the poker tables. I've got two amazing kids. I got a great wife. I got a great life. And you want to run good in life. Well, this is the Mulberry Lane Show. And right now we're talking with poker pro Bernard Lee. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about is your radio show. And on your radio show, you actually interview poker players and people that are in the poker industry. So when right. you do that and you have guests on your show, do you learn a lot about poker that maybe you didn't know? Do you learn new things? That's a question that's only asked by a fellow radio show host because, <laughs> because I'm sure that when you have your guests on, you're talking with um, Jewel and Kelly Pickler and et cetera, you're asking them questions about music as well. And you learn certain things, and that's exactly 100% right. And, you Absolutely. know, when I have these guys on, I think my radio show is about to celebrate the seventh anniversary. I can't believe I'm saying that. We're okay. about to have a big announcement about having some really big guests on. And, uh, you know, for me, why I have like 15 to 20,000 listeners per week is mm -hmm. I'm asking questions that I, as a fan, would like to know. Yeah. You know, I'd really like to know why X happened or Jason Mercier was stabbed in Europe um, at a nightclub and what happened and what he felt mentally. How Chris Moneymaker, after he won it all, you know, he wanted to keep his job and stay at his job, but he just couldn't. Mm -hmm. um, Greg Merson, who had a drug addiction and how he's gotten over it and what he said now was he's been sober for X number of days. But the crazy thing is he gets it in his dreams, not when he's awake, you know, things like that. And by the way, not only about their life. Life, but also about strategy. So when I talk to one of the top players in the world, I'll talk to them and say, okay, in this specific situation, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And I think the reason why I can get a lot of the answers out of them is twofold. One, they're my friends. Yeah. And then secondly, I've played with them at this high level. I've mm -hmm. played against them in major $10,000 buy-in events. Mm -hmm. So when I 
ask them a question. I'm not just asking them, oh, so how did you feel about being under the lights? I don't like to be under the lights. I want to know when you made this move against this player, knowing that this player has X, why did you do that? And then, you know, I've gotten this comment a lot from these players like, wow, that's a really good question. Uh And the reason why I get that, I think, is because I'm in their head. I really understand what they're going through because, in all honesty, I've been in that exact spot on national TV uh, in front of the cameras. So this isn't foreign to me. I'm not just asking them a question that I wouldn't know what it felt like. It's not a stab in the dark. It's truly knowing. Yeah. Well, okay, Bernard, before we let you go, we have a question of the day that we ask everyone on the show. And our question is, when you just want to, like, pig out and eat something not healthy, what's your go-to pig out food? I think the one thing that kills me if I ever am on a diet is like a Chipotle burrito. That always kills me. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Bernard, we want to thank you so much. You're our first poker player on the show, so we've learned a lot. And thank you for sharing. Well, I appreciate it. And if you want to follow any of the other stories, you can follow me on Twitter at Bernard Lee Poker. Follow some of the crazy adventures that we live. Okay, Okay. great. And if people want to tune into your radio show, where should they go? You can go to roundersradio.com. Rounders is plural. Roundersradio.com. My show is one of the lead shows. Also, you can just go on iTunes and you can download. You can put Bernard Lee Poker uh, and you can download it from there as well. And you also uh, have some books. Yeah, I do. I wrote for the Boston Herald for almost seven years. And so, so many people who read them would say, hey, do you have some of your past columns? And uh, unfortunately, the Herald wouldn't keep them up for a long time okay so i just decided you know what maybe i'll put them all together in a book and then maybe write some notes so the first volume we've done two volumes but the first volume has sold out four times if you're interested you can go to bernardleepoker.com you can uh, get some copies from there great thanks for joining us well thank you very much ladies really appreciate it and uh, hope to see you again when i come back to council bluffs sounds great Bernard Lee, Poker Pro, here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Once again, you can follow him on Twitter at Bernard Lee Poker. Well, we had a lot of fun here in Hour 1, but sit tight. All things new coming your way in Hour 2. We've got comedian and writer for Late Night with Seth Meyers, Amber Ruffin, regional country artist Jimmy Weber, and Get Ready to Rock with Hairball. We'll return right after the break. Find your own creative road here on the Mulberry Lane Show.